Welcome to Wad Talk. We've changed our name from the Scottish CrossFit podcast to Wad Talk. Just Wad Talk. because it's easier. Rolls off the tongue easier. It's family friendly. Scottish CrossFit podcast was a bit of a tongue twister. Um, but today we're going to talk about uh, what we've been doing since last podcast. Um, we've had the first week of regionals done. So European regionals? European regionals. North Europe. Well, yeah. Yeah, North Europe North, Europe Central. Um, we've had the East region and we also had South so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, what is CrossFit to us. Yep. The, basically, the, rev- the the feedback we got from the last podcast, which was our first podcast, we should listen to that if you've not listened to it, uh, was basically a lot of people didn't really know what CrossFit was, um, or if they did, they didn't know too much about it. So just uh, talking a little bit about what is CrossFit to us, uh, its pros and cons in our opinions, um, and then we'll move on to the regionals review, which is sort of the main main thing in this podcast today. <clears throat> and that is we'll mainly talk about the European regional because that's yeah that is our closest region yeah uh, being from Scotland and Britain so yeah we, as Jordan said we've got the East region we've got the South and we've got the European so we'll talk through the top five who won all the sort of things that happened the weekend and maybe a bit of a preview to next week mm-hmm. Jordan yeah think a little bit about it. yeah <laughs> so let's jump in what we've been doing since the last last podcast two weeks ago two weeks today. Is that last one? That so, we covered last one? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty we, sure. We uh, tried to record one last week. Tried and failed. Tried and failed. Epically. Um, we switched from a computer to a laptop, so sorting that out was a lot more difficult. Um, and then the weekend was just spent watching all the regions, trying to soak in as much information about all the new athletes that are going to go to the games. Um, before we talk about regionals, let's let's talk about um, what CrossFit is. Yeah. So I'll so let you start with that. Because you've got the idea in your head. I've got no idea where you're going with this. Oh, okay, so basically, like, well, you know, you you are the absolute slave child of, yep. of Glassman. So yeah. <laughs> so you say what is the actual definition of CrossFit? Off the so, top of your head. CrossFit, there's a couple of different definitions. CrossFit is constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity. So the, the constantly varied is, you know, if you are a runner, you're always running. You're just running different distances. You might sprint. So the constantly varied is you're taking a bunch of different movements and not doing the same thing every day. You know, you've not got a routine. Your functional movements are your Olympic lifts, running, swimming, gymnastics, um, rowing, things like that. Called functional because you like performing those movements will make things in normal life life easier. Picking up shopping bags or loading your car or, you know, something like that. Yeah. So you, you can take a workout and have two movements from two completely different modalities like gymnastics let's go for handstand push-ups you could have that um and you could have that in a workout with uh, a weightlift like uh, like deadlifts and then you've got uh, you know diane twenty-one fifty-nine deadlifts handstand push-ups um, and then if you execute that at high intensity you get your heart rate up you get your breathing up you will get fair yep correct so that, that's proven. the definition um, yeah and then they defined fitness as well as um increased work capacity across broad time and modal modal domains so your modal domains are your different exercises your deadlifts your handstand push-ups your increase too yeah your increased work capacity is just your ability to do more work in a specified specified amount of time or do a specified amount of work quicker so that's the more scientific thing and yeah the, yeah the, i suppose the reason i'm actually here is to sort of 
put it more across as a easy to understand way for people that have no idea about sports science or anything like that. So basically, it's taken. You know when you're in in school and you've got someone in your physical education class that's like they can do everything really really well, but they're not particularly a football player or a rugby player or mm-hmm. you know, fucking tennis player or whatever. Like, but they're just really good at everything. That's basically CrossFit is their sport. So it's being was it is it Jacob Hebner said to basically you're mediocre at everything. At, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mediocre, mediocre at everything. You're, you're not mediocre at everything. At one but, thing. Yeah, exactly. So Which sounds negative. Yeah. But you know, if you take a gym, a, an Olympic gymnast, an Olympic weightlifter, an Olympic runner, and you give them all tests for running, weightlifting, and gymnastics, and put them up against the crossfitter, the crossfitter is more likely to come top of the leaderboard because they've got overall, kind of, yeah, like a kind of broad, um, a broad overview of fitness rather than specifying in one thing. Like, yeah, you know, your runner wouldn't be able to lift a weight. Your mm. runner probably wouldn't be able to do that many pull-ups. If you're British, just imagine Mo Farah trying to deadlift 200 <laughs> kilos <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. take Eddie Hall trying to run like more than five minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so the CrossFit is going to be the best averagely. Overall, yeah. So Overall. It, it'll be, or he or she will be very good or at least pretty good at each event. But then overall, mm-hmm. they will have on average done better than everyone else. So how you apply this to real life is the functional movement stuff so for my lane of sort of stuff um getting someone fitter through exercise it doesn't just necessarily make them fitter at one thing it makes you it, it benefits you overall so you'll get stronger you'll get you'll get a higher level of endurance you'll you'll be more flexible those, those sort of things really matter when it comes to you know when you're getting older and your your sort of body starts declining in performance um or you're you're trying to recover from a disease or anything like that it really really benefits you all around which is you know very very good because a lot of people they'll go into a uh, sort of bodybuilding stuff or they'll isolate movements so you'll have you know curls for the bros mm. curls get the girls uh you'll you'll have just the the generic sort of machines in a gym uh they're very one-dimensional very static and uh, there's not a lot of movement there so that's where the flexibility comes in and then you get a lot more sort of cardiovascular stuff which is probably the most beneficial for a lot of people depending on your disease and your age and mm-hmm. what state your body's in and stuff so so i mean there is kind of pros and cons to what we do yeah a lot of people crossfit gets a, a kind of bad name in the media because people say that it leads to more injuries well mm. it it doesn't i mean there's been there's been scientific studies that have proven that Per 1,000 hours of training, the amount of injuries in CrossFit is the same as um, any other sport. Yeah. You know, it's the same as, as, in fact, actually, I think it was less than American football. Probably, I think yeah. American football and rugby were the two highest, and then it was... Well, they're, con- like, severe contact sports. That yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean, and the, the thing is, if, if you're doing kind of high-impact movements like kipping pull-ups, it's kipping pull-ups that get the bad name. Yeah. Now... Well, it's because there are these things that people most likely have never seen before yeah. until this. So, when you see you know uh, bodybuilders or whatever or just general fitness people doing pull-ups it's quite slow and it's quite you know usually not full range of motion something like yeah, that yeah. but then you see a guy that's the, the challenge is to do it this amount of pull-ups as fast as possible yeah. so you're trying to find the most efficient way to, do, to do those as quick as you can but to not be tired like too tired by the end of it because yeah. usually there's something else like a 400 million mile run to do after <laughs> it so um it's, it's those things that don't get people they can't quite get their heads around it mm-hmm. and usually if if you don't understand something but you know that people are benefiting from it 
like the human thing to do is to attack it because you know you're scared of it and you want to keep yourself above where they are you know that's that's a lot of people are like that and it's it does cross a bad rep another thing to say is crossfit is a method of training but it's also a company so it's an american company yeah. it's a brand yeah it's, it's essentially a brand so they have the company and the company's thing is to forge elite fitness i mm-hmm. suppose yeah. um which is one of their trademark sayings uh <clears throat> so it's over in america uh all these things were invented by greg glassman greg glassman jordan's <laughs> dad he wishes lord and savior <laughs> um yeah so it was all made by greg glassman then you've got other people that started the, the crossfit business uh right now they do the, the crossfit games they mm-hmm. sort of have the crossfit games they, they sponsor a lot of things they have the level one seminars and stuff so level, essentially if yeah. you want to be a, well, well, if you want to have a crossfit gym uh, you have to pay a, a certain fee to sort of have the CrossFit name it brand was, attached to you. It was three, th- it's three. I think it's three thousand dollars, but I yeah, believe a year. that yeah. But I believe some of the older affiliates have been grandfathered in. So oh, okay. if you're an affiliate from years ago, you know you're pushing like ten years. You're not paying three thousand dollars. I think yeah. I think now the the affiliate fee is three grand. Okay. Three thousand dollars. They probably will raise eventually, but it will probably yeah. They do like to make their money CrossFit, I'll be honest. Um, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, but then again, it's, it's worth it. It's essentially, yeah. if you go to a CrossFit gym, it's essentially paying for a group personal trainer. Yeah, you're paying for personal training just in yeah. the group sense. Yeah. That, let's, 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 so let's just jump straight into the pros. So okay. the pros, for me, when you compare it to sort of usual exercise, so say you pay 20 to 30, 40 pounds a month for a, a normal gym membership, a commercial gym. Mm-hmm. So you've got in the UK, you've got Banatines, Exercise for Less, Pure Gym, The Gym, the gym. Um, amongst you know many others. Plus you know locally owned gyms, David sort of Lloyd's thing. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're, more they're more like spas to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have those sorts of gyms. And they'll have a, a weights area, maybe a free weights area, mm-hmm. um, and they'll have the isolated machines, the sort of static machines, uh, fixed weights. Um, and then they might have the higher end ones will have like a sort of swimming pool and maybe like a spa or something like that and all do sort of exercise classes so they'll have you know boxing like boxer size spin classes that sort of thing so that's great and mm-hmm. as someone who like my degree is just to get people fitter with exercise i would highly encourage anyone to do any form of exercise i don't really care what it is but the benefit of crossfit is that if you imagine you go to one of these gyms and you go and try and clean and jerk. So, usually, if you're lucky, they'll have a Olympic lifting platform. Um, Which not a lot of them do. Not a lot of them do, yeah. And even if you do, so say you, you've jerked it, it's all the way at the top, and you try and drop the bar from the top, which in any CrossFit gym you can do yep. absolutely fine. Safely. Yep, safely. And you can do it anywhere in a gym as well because they have bumper plates and all these sorts of things. Uh, you'll do it in a, a commercial gym. You'll drop the weights down on the Olympic lifting platform just like you're supposed to. And a member of staff will come running up and say, don't do that again, you'll damage your weights or we'll chuck you out. <laughs> yep. So um, that's a big, big downfall for me. And also, if, you know, you, you're quite quite limited to one sort of way of training. So it's either cardio with some weights or some weights with cardio or just some weights or just cardio. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing really in between. Yep. And there's not really a, a space to do that sort of thing. Uh, unless you maybe do a class, but then again, you're paying on top of your membership. You usually do that. Yeah. Plus... You want to walk into a gym and do exactly what you plan to do. You know, go somewhere busy like in Edinburgh. You go to Ocean Terminal. That's busy, basically twenty four hours of the day. 
uh, apart from I think it's Sunday it's not too busy but you know that's you you can't do what you want to do when you walk in so imagine you get a personal trainer and they'll do their programming for you so you can just basically turn up to the session they'll tell you what you're going to do you know it's going to be good for you you do it you go home it's fine mm-hmm. that's what average 30 pounds an hour some, like yeah that. 25 to 30 an hour. yeah something okay. like that some are more expensive some are less but yeah. you know just depends so these guys a lot of them will just do a weekend course or something like that mm-hmm. they'll pay a fee <coughs> get a certificate and that's them a personal trainer so they're just going off what they've done before which is maybe bodybuilding usually mm-hmm. it's the most popular form of training yeah definitely that's why i bring it up so uh, it depends on the personal trainer but essentially you'll have the full focus and attention of one person trying to get you to achieve your goals which is great um, and usually you'll, you'll maybe get to do a bit more stuff um, in the gym as well depends on what the personal training relationships like with the, the company but it doesn't really matter so you turn up to CrossFit and you pay what's the average membership fee you think here it's £70 a month yeah this gym here that we're, we're in just now Seventy pounds a month, which is which is it's it's the same in, in Edinburgh and the city centre. Yeah. Compared to a normal a commercial gym membership, that's quite expensive. It's yeah. usually about from double. what I've seen in England as well, it's about seventy to eighty yeah. pounds. In America, you can push like a hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, there's a lot more gyms over there. Which is even converting that to pounds, it's still a lot more. Yeah, it's something like a hundred pounds. Yeah. So when when you take the seventy pounds a month membership, and that's access to all classes as many as you want. Um, you come in, you do the wads, which is the workout of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a workout of the day every day, and it's usually something different each day. So at least it's a bit of variety, um, which is you know a core thing at CrossFit, mm-hmm. constantly varied. Constantly varied. So, <clears throat> so it's about seventy pounds a month, seventy-ish. Yep. So you've got thirty pounds to forty pounds a month for a commercial gym, so it's about double. So say you get a personal trainer, that's about thirty pounds an hour. So you go once a week. 120 pounds a month a month yeah easily it's, it's in it, if you if you went to a personal trainer you know five times a week at, at 30 pound yeah you know, <laughs> math my math is <laughs> shit so 30 times 30, five 120 150 if you go four times uh, if you, so if you go five times a week to a personal so 600 pounds a month yeah. so like i mean it's quite steep for a personal trainer. Yeah. So fair enough, that's one-on-one stuff. But you go that's to a CrossFit gym. But when you look at it, if you actually go to one of these gyms and look at the personal trainers and look at the way they're training their client, it's not worth the £30. They're, they're usually not, not. They're not as hands Not always, but usually. Usually, you do get some diamonds in the rough. Um, yeah. But with a CrossFit trainer, even though they're trying to you know, coach upwards of 12 people per class, they do try and get as hands-on as possible with, yeah, so- with, with everyone. So Whether that's the point. It's got yeah. basically got a group personal trainer. Yeah. Every Whether single you, session you, you go to. If you look at a personal trainer, sometimes they're just kind of standing behind the person, spotting them, saying, yeah, good job. They might show them how to do the movement, but if yeah. there's something wrong with their movement pattern, they, they don't know how to break it down. They're not taught. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that is one of the, definitely probably the biggest, pro- I mean, the, the pros for me, coming, coming from sports science, the pros for me are all the scientific stuff. So, like, yeah. increased lean muscle mass, mm. decreased body fat, decreased rest and heart rate. You know, you've got a bigger work capacity. Mm. You can control your cholesterol, your blood levels better. You know, CrossFit push this thing where the high-intensity stuff can essentially cure type 2 diabetes. It's scientifically proven that's yeah. how it works. So, I mean, that 
that is alone the health benefits are so much better and then do, crossfit do push the you know the community aspect so you come I mean, that's I've, the biggest part i've made more friends in a crossfit gym in the last four years than i have in my whole life yeah um, i'd say so it's, it's i mean you have absolutely that, no friends anyway so <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy the amount of friends that you can make and the th- you have nights out and stuff like that you know you don't really do that with personal trainers yeah um so yeah i mean there's there's loads of loads of pros about crossfit I very, honestly very couldn't cons. I couldn't say enough about CrossFit yeah, when it comes yeah, to CrossFit. Yeah, it's was... really for just general people. A lot of people see the CrossFit games and will think oh, I have to be really, really fit to oh, start yeah. CrossFit. It's so untrue. Mm-hmm. Like the vast majority of people at our gym and at gyms across basically the planet. They're just doing it for most us. people are doing it because one, they love it. Two, yep. because it's something different every day. Yep. You you do find you get results very quickly because it's it's intense. Mm-hmm. But you know, something the, the, that nobody's used to as well They've exactly never yeah. done anything like this before. and there's tons of different activities it's like you don't just do lifting and cardio you, you go and do swimming like you go and do runs and cycles and all that sort of thing it's really really cool yeah. um, so that's some of the, the pros there are many more which i'm sure we'll bring up oh, in the loads. future but yeah uh, the community for me is probably one of if not the biggest yeah uh, reason people keep coming because yeah. you know you'll go along to a session you'll be dying on the floor because you just had a really hard workout a guy, a big strapping guy comes along, gives you a high five and says, well done, mate. Yeah. Or, you know, a really old woman who's vastly overweight will come along and do the exact same thing. Everyone's in the same boat and everyone's really positive and they're just, you know, they, they just love doing what they're doing and encouraging everyone to, to be better. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of environment you want to be in when you're trying to achieve some goals. But it's particularly with regards to cross, uh, crossfit yeah. fitness, so... There's there's a, a quote that I love from Greg Glassman, obviously, yeah. um, and it's <laughs> your dad. The needs the needs of an Olympic athlete and our grandparents vary by degree, not by kind. Yeah, and that basically means they all need the same kind of training. They just need it at different levels of intensity. So your Olympic athlete is training so much harder than a grandparent, but you know the grandparent comes into CrossFit, they're doing the same thing. You know, yeah. they're cleaning jerking they're just using an empty bar they're using light weights exactly yeah you know if they're squatting maybe they're just sitting down to the bench and standing back up you know it's the same training just different intensity yeah. levels everyone needs the same kind of training and the thing is crossfit it's nothing special when you, Absolutely when not. you boil it down it's strength and conditioning yeah. it's basic strength and conditioning it's just that crossfit's branded it and it's now a sport and you know that the only the only con that i can really think of is if you treat crossfit like a sport you know like yeah. i've i've now got to the point where i've i'm trying to get into we, we're trying to get into competitions yeah we've got this one in glasgow coming up you know if you treat it like a sport you will then train two three hours a day yeah that's where the the risk of injury comes in but then same with any sport look at every other professional sport you know the more you train you know people have career-ending injuries in in sports like american football and rugby and concussion is huge in both of those sports yeah concussions you don't get concussion in crossfit (laughs) you don't get concussion in crossfit no contact football you get non-contact injuries like tearing your acl yeah you you don't get that you know the most obviously things that will happen but it just depends on the individual i mean I'm, i'm four and a half years into this and the worst i've ever had is a sore shoulder yeah from i'm assuming a lot of overhead stuff because that yeah. we do do a lot of overhead movements mm. the worst i've had is twice i've had to go to a sports masseuse for a couple of weeks to just get them yeah. to fix my shoulder that's the worst i've had and i've never seen anything i've never seen anything substantial i've never seen an actual injury happen in the gym yeah 
I see it all the time with my friends that play rugby though. Yeah. See, the the thing is, you'll see these videos like compilations on YouTube of gym oh, fails. Yeah. Half stuff. of them aren't even in CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> half of them, you look at them and it's like, yeah. well, okay, he's in an Olympic meet. You know, yeah. he's in a bodybuilding gym doing yeah. you know Olympic weightlifting. Yeah, master. he's a he's a strong man. He's just yeah. dropped a concrete ball in his half chest. Of them, like, half of them aren't even yeah. in CrossFit. Gyms. I've got I've got a friend called Sam Graham. Hi, Sam. Uh, <laughs> who likes to show a lot of these videos to me when like there's Does a he? bunch of people around and I'm there. He's like. Oh, let's just watch this wee video. CrossFit fails. one of the guys that was in with the HND. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. one that was missing out all the reps. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Sam. Yeah. We know about you. Called out. Um, yeah. So he like he, it's it's just patter. It's just banter. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. It's, he he does understand that CrossFit's good for you and stuff. He's a good guy. Um, but it's quite funny to see that sort of thing. And a lot of the time, it's not even CrossFit gyms. That's the funniest thing. Yeah. Um, so pros are CrossFit. Better health. Community S and C. Yep. Uh, also, all the, the sessions, they're basically one-hour blocks, usually, anyway, uh, which means that you have to book in to actually take them. But if you pay a membership, you get as many as you want. So you could book into five or six a day if you really wanted to. Yeah, you could. But the point of having those sessions where you book in is that, one, there's never too many people in the class. Mm-hmm. And two, um, well, I don't really know what it's two. Basically, one, there's there's never too many people yeah, in the class. So everyone can be focused on, their form can be critiqued and can yep. be uh, managed properly. So everyone's trained properly. Mm-hmm. And there's not too many people there, so it's not overcrowded. And we'll use the, the equipment in the gym, so it's fantastic. Yeah, there's another thing. If you go to Peer Gym, you know, they've got two squat racks. Exactly. If you go if you know, if you if you go after your work and it's your leg day, you're fucked. Unless it's, unless you go with a team of people yeah. who, you know, you can take the rack, you're absolutely fucked if you want to get I a mean, rack or bench. The, the Pure Gym at Ocean Terminal has something like like two two Smith machines and three racks. Yeah, if you count the Olympic which is still not rack, enough. Right? Still not. We enough. have more racks here, and our gyms maybe one tenth the size. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's ridiculous. So yeah, how many have we got? We've got we've got six on you the can, rig. You can have something like seven or eight here. Yeah, we've got six on the rig, and then we've got two standalone yeah. stand uh, squat racks. So exactly. You know, you just plus another rack in more the, and the warehouse higher next door. quality equipment as well. Yeah, you know, higher quality. So the bumper plates you can drop from overhead. Yep. I mean, thinking the amount of workouts we've had in this gym for the past how old, how old is it now? Three years old. Two years, just, just about, over two years, just over two years, um, and it's been dropped thousands, thousands of times. It's still going, and strong. the weights are still absolutely yep. fine. So bump plates, where to go? Uh, so that's all the the pros of CrossFit. Yeah, that's that's CrossFit in a nutshell. Thing. So cons, and I know obviously being a CrossFit podcast is pretty biased mm-hmm. as to to what what we think of CrossFit, but there we do believe there are cons. Yep. So do you want to start off or will I? Um, I mean, I've kind of went over for me. The biggest one is is probably <clears> the um, you do get some niggles. Yeah, you know, the, the injury amount, rate. The amount of the amount of overhead work that we do is more than I would say any other sport. Yeah. Apart from Olympic weightlifting and gymnastics, yeah. purely because we do gymnastics, we do Olympic weightlifting, we combine that together. Your Olympic lifter is just doing lifting. Your gymnast, your gymnast is just doing gymnastics. So. Yeah. You know, the shoulder injuries are quite... I was looking at, uh, just for uni, there was a, a paper looking at injury rate yep. in, in different types of sports. The highest injury rate in um, Olympic weightlifting was knee, mm-hmm. and the highest injury in gymnastics was, no surprise, the shoulder. Yeah. So if we're doing... You're holding that iron cross position yeah, in the rings or yeah. something. My goodness. And we don't do that in cross, by the way. The shoulder day. flexibility as well. Like, Fuck that. If... if if we're combining gymnastics and Olympic lifting, you know, there is a much higher chance for shoulder, I'm going to say niggles because it's never an injury. It's never an, an actual tear or anything like that. Yeah. It's just a sore shoulder. And when yeah. someone says, oh, I've got a sore shoulder, or oh, what sport do you do? Oh, I do CrossFit. You know, that's when it just kicks off. Yeah. 
And also I think that, the... that's the only con. And apart from that, probably the price. Yeah. The price is completely justified. You know, the, 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 what you pay, the price is totally justified. It is yeah. worth it 100%. When you think about it, it yeah. is totally worth it. When you boil it down, if you compared it to going to a personal trainer five times a week, um, it's something, I think I worked out the other night, it's something like seven times cheaper coming to a CrossFit Or gym. even if you pay for those uh, group sessions like Groups, yeah. military fitness or yeah. you know stuff like that outside, like those just people that take your own runs and stuff. Like they'll charge between like two and five pounds per person, something like that. Yeah. And that's like if you do that every day, um, like five pounds a day. That's get really twenty-five pound five times a week. You're still paying a hundred pounds yeah. a month, so it's still cheaper to do CrossFit. The only thing with these boot camps is that you will get really fit. Yeah. Um. There's a couple of BMF guys that have started training with us that are really fit. Yeah. They have absolutely no capacity for skill or strength. True. They're not strong. And when you give them a complicated movement like a handstand push-up, they can't do it unless, mm. you know, so, yeah, their aerobic capacity is really great, but, you know, this is where this broad, inclusive fitness comes in yeah. where you have to work everything. You're trying to be well-rounded, that's yeah. the point. You're not trying but to be yeah, a master the, at one thing. The money, the, uh, when, when people say to me, you know, I can't afford it, and then I get them to break down what they're paying per month for everything, yeah. and, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, fair enough, it, it is expensive, but, you know, for me, it's... I have to do this every day. If yeah. I don't work out every day, unless I'm a, drives you unless crazy. I'm not in the country or something like if I if I don't work out once a day, I I, I get all jumpy, I get jittery. It honestly, does like I find the same thing. Like if I miss one workout in the week, I'm just I feel terrible. Yeah. Not because I I think I should be there, which is true, I should be there, but I just want to be in here. That's the yeah. difference. It's not the fact I need to be in here. It's I want to be here. Yeah. I want to be improving myself, and even missing one workout in the week. Which isn't really that big of a deal. It's not a big deal. Like, but you just but you, you, you love mentally, it. You you, love it. yeah, so yeah. It's, it's everyone hobby. gets addicted to it. That's why people stay for a community and because they're addicted yeah. to the feeling you get after a workout. Yeah. Obviously, it fucking sucks when you're, Mid-workout. you know, knocking out fifty, fucking thrusters. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck that. But um, it's just it's so good for you. But um, so for me, Michael, also tying into your injury mm-hmm. uh, point, CrossFit's not helped by, well, you know proven corrupt companies the ncsa yep recently uh, they just had a big thing with crossfit uh, they published an article study. in the strength and conditioning journal mm-hmm. in america um that was basically uh, basically exaggerated the injury rate from people doing crossfit so i think it was like 30 people put through crossfit regimes basically crossfit training programs and the, i think it says something like 15 of them were um injured through it and it couldn't continue like 10 or 15 or something yeah, like unbelievable and what actually happened was the i think some university somewhere i can't remember what it was mm-hmm. um they sent their original paper to the ncsa um and they said they sent it back saying put extra injury rates in it or else or we're not going to publish it so you know you can't really blame the people who want to get their thing published because that gets them known but uh you know it's just when you have things like that and um, making injury rates appear a lot worse than they actually are it really it really hurts so the crossfit took them to court and they actually won in court did you know I that think. it was actually the gym yeah it was the the gym took them to court oh the gym yeah the, the gym, gym took, them to, took court, them to court and then the but guy, not, didn't, didn't the ncsa try and take crossfit to court after that or something like that did they i just i was i was listening to the greg glassman podcast and it was he said that originally it was the guy that owns the gym took the people doing the study to court 
Yeah, two rounds. And then well. after HQ got wind of it, they jumped in, and that's yeah. when it blew up. That's when it became more than the researchers versus the gym. That's when it became one fitness company versus yeah. another one. Well, that's the thing. Like in America, it's, it's all privatized and stuff. Like over here, we have the NHS. And it's more and more seen as fitness is, you know, well, physical activity is a way to improve people. So we're never going to have that sort of thing over here, really. But in America, because it's all privatized and it's about money, like they they have to keep their market share of the fitness industry alive. Mm-hmm. And by, and you know, unfortunately, the way of doing that is by trying to tarnish CrossFit, which is what they tried to do. It didn't really work, particularly. It yeah. might have worked a little bit, but, you know, it's because CrossFit has grown so rapidly. And it's it's becoming a huge thing now. Um, it is those sort of things are going to happen more and more. So it's quite worrying. So that's time to your injury point. Another thing for me is the same way a personal trainer can go to a weekend course and become a personal trainer. Oh yeah. So the CrossFit level one. So if yep. you want to be a CrossFit coach uh, or sort of CrossFit trainer, mm-hmm. you go to this thing called level one. So there's level four. Is there four levels? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. So, uh, level one is the most basic so you learn all the things that you'll, well most of the things you'll do in a crossfit gym like yep. olympic lifting technique um gymnastics technique programming a bit of nutrition that yep. sort of stuff yep. so it's, it is to be fair the content is fantastic it is it's honestly really it's well, really good it's really well led and the seminar staff who who lead it are, are usually fantastic like yeah. they know their stuff yep uh, they teach very well all that sort of thing but here's where i have the problem Say you have a person who's never touched a weight in their life. They go into a CrossFit gym. They go there for six months, something like that. Mm-hmm. They become okay at CrossFit. Yeah. Okay. They decide they want to start training it because they believe it's good for you, mm-hmm. and they want to be more involved in their community. Want to help out their, you know, the owner of the gym, whatever. So they go to this level one. It's a two-day course. Two days or three days? Two days. It used to be a weekend, but yeah. it's now two days. Okay, so it's two days. Usually that weekend. Um, in one sort of location, you'll pay is a thousand US dollars still. It's still a thousand dollars. Yeah. So you pay a thousand US dollars. You go along, uh, you learn all these these cool things. Uh, really interesting. Really really good stuff. Really well taught. Fantastic. You get to the end of it, you do a, a test, a practical test, and a theory test, don't you? There's not uh there's there's practical work where you get partnered up, and the seminar staff will watch you coach that person. Right. It's not part of the test. the The only thing you're examined on is written work. Right. So there is there is there there is an there's exam. There's an element of practical assessment. Yeah, but there it's is. Not actual yeah. practical assessment. It's just paper. It's paper based. Okay. Yeah. So you'll you'll pass some sort of test, mm-hmm. just like to be a personal trainer. Yep. Um, but this guy that goes along to the gym for six months then goes to do his level one. Yeah. Granted, they might have, you know, a very good interest in it, and in those six months they'll have learned tons, mm-hmm. and they'll have learned how to make people better, and they've researched themselves, they've read scientific journals, they've gotten all the evidence, they've sort of you know looked at different ways of doing things, and then they've got to all this stuff, and they'll be a good coach, right? But if you're asking me, does every single person who walks into those level ones um, and ends up as being an actual trainer and their their boxes after um, or their gyms after, do, or would they be a very good coach for that? Absolutely not. I just think they wouldn't. I don't think no. that the level of knowledge you get from the level one course is sufficient to be a coach in a gym on your own anyway. Yeah. So. And- 
when you're in the level one, they stress the fact that once you finish the level one, that should not be the end of your learning. Yeah. You know, they say you need to go off and learn. And the thing is, CrossFit do other courses. So you have CrossFit level one, two, three, and four. Yeah. You've also got ones where it's gymnastics, strongman, Olympic weightlifting, aerobic capacity, and they're a lot cheaper. Yeah. They say that you need to go off and do these courses. And then if you can't afford stuff like that, you know, do other learning. You know, they say, you know, read books, read journals. Um, CrossFit have got you know their journal it's like a five five dollar a month subscription yeah they say you need to go off and do all these and a lot of people don't a lot yeah. of people do their level one and that's it and the sad thing is now that CrossFit's getting a lot more popular more and more people the, the level the level one is losing what it stood for yeah that many people now have a level one the standard for a good coach in a gym is now moving to level two yeah which I think is is the right move yeah, but it's just definitely. a shame that you know someone can if they've got the money and they've got the ability to pass this test you know they've got their level one and that technically means that they can coach a class when some of them have absolutely no business yeah. coaching a class yeah it's not just coaching a class it's coaching a very very sophisticated movement in yeah. a lift so yeah. if you're teaching someone how to snatch that's the most complicated yeah. thing you could teach someone to do with their body really you can't you can't learn how to teach someone to snatch within a weekend and, a weekend, and the good yeah. thing is crossfit don't say that you can they, they don't claim that doing a level one will be what will yeah. you do that it's just legally uh, if you want to run a crossfit gym you need your level and one. you want to coach in a crossfit gym you have to have this level level one yeah. for, in order for you to do so so there, there's an element of money making in there you know telling you have to go off and do these courses mm-hmm. and you know the reason these courses exist is to educate people because they're all about raising the fitness of the planet mm-hmm. uh, through their sort of their way which is every way possible really when you think about it and um, so that's justified and then obviously they charge money for it and that's how to make money make more money you can course more people that sort of thing yeah um it's just i just don't like level one and that you can be a coach after that it's a bit of a loophole but the thing is if you've got the money to to set the personal training course it's the exact same thing. Exactly. If you, exact same thing. Yeah. It's it's a little bit cheaper to do the PT course anyway, usually. No, it's not. Isn't it? No, PT here is like two grand. Oh, well, it depends where you get it from, obviously. Yeah, like for my university, I can get it for like six. We got it subsidised through through yeah. college and university yeah. and stuff. So it was like 600, 700 for us. Yeah, something like if that. You, you know, if you're someone who's working in an office and you, know, you think, you know, I want to be my own boss. I like fitness. I'm going to go off and do the PT course. I think in Britain, it's about two grand. Yeah, maybe a little bit less. Depends where you are as well. If you go in London, it'll be a lot yeah. more as well. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So though that's any more cons you can think of. So I've, we've got the. Me, that's that's it. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned the level one thing because yeah. I, I do think that, and I totally forgot to say. That. Granted, I do think the level one is fantastic for the stuff you get from it. It's worth the money, yeah. but I just don't think you should be a coach for that. If yeah. you're going to get a PT or a coach anywhere, they have to have at least a higher national diploma, yeah, something they, like that. They need something or a degree. Like I would say a degree, but not everyone has to have a degree to I mean, be really good at. It. For me, after university, my plan is to see if I can get a full-time coaching job. And I look at yeah. job applications. You know, gyms hiring here, there, and everywhere. The standard now is level two, mm-hmm. so they don't even ask for they they, they say level one absolutely because you need your level one Cross to get level, your level one, two. Yeah. They want level two, they want your PT, and they say that a degree in a relevant field is a bonus. Yeah. So it's good to see that gyms that are actually hiring salaried coaches They'll take it into account. are looking for more than just a level one. Yeah. Because just nowadays, everyone's got a level one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not... For me, it's the equivalent of having that old guy at your, your bodybuilding gym. It's like, 
oh, you should do deadlifts this way because yeah. it's better to get your glutes involved. Yeah. Like, is, is that similar thing? Like, sure, he's going to know something somewhere, but you know, when it comes to cardio, the guy's not going to have a clue. So, it's it's just a it's a it's a sticking point for me, um, mm-hmm. especially when I see it in gyms. Uh, but overall, to be honest, people are getting fitter. Um, if those people that do level ones don't go and coach things like the snatch, uh, unless they've done you know yeah. other strength and conditioning qualifications as well, then yeah. you know it doesn't really matter to me. But that's just a sticking point for me. Any more cons you can think of? Nothing. No, no. I mean, there's, cool. there isn't. Do much, CrossFit. But... There's no cons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. I need to get more comfy because I am not comfy. Yeah. Thought. So we're we're sitting in our gym. We're CrossFit. sitting in like a really awkward room and i'm sitting on a yeah. squeaky bed and my back is yeah. killing me it's great right. let's let's talk so let's, about regionals. let's jump into the main me- i took the weekend off work to watch every single heat so did i and and i, I did apart from the saturday i was too tired to stay up for the south but, <laughs> um so this weekend or sorry the weekend just been we've had yep. the european regional the east regional and the south regional south yep. so east is where jordan the east was in berlin in germany no east what do you mean? Oh, East, East, East was in. <laughs> I was Al- in East Berlin. <laughs> East was in Albany in New York. Um, I think it was Albany. About, I think it was about an hour just north of New York City. Yeah. And then the South. Was it in Texas? No, I think was it not in Arizona. I think it was Utah. In Salt, Utah. Was in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. Yeah, Utah. Because a lot Home of, of the athletes, if you compare um, the women's scores and the men's scores from the South to the ones in the East, they're they're shit. They're really? nowhere near the the same, and and a lot of people have been saying it's because of the elevation. Oh yeah, because the height. Yeah. Elevate the Salt Lake City is like one point two kilometers above sea level. Oh, okay, that something makes sense. crazy. So I mean, yeah, it's elevation. I did a see lot, some a lot posts more athletes from... got time capped on the triple three in the south than they did in the east in yeah. Europe. Um, so I did see some posts from athletes um, who were at the South Regionals, yep. like Bethany Shadburn and stuff. Yep. They they were making posts about um, the elevation, the elevation altitudes, just getting used to it before they go. So, so let's talk about Europe. Yeah, let's start with you because that's that's our, our closest our region. region. Yeah, yep. it's the best region on the planet. So, who do um, we have qualifying for the men? So, side? the top five. Let's talk about the men first, right? Because we'll leave the most important one to the end, the women. Okay. Yeah, that's another cool thing about CrossFit is that like a lot of sports, you won't really care about the women's side of the game. Yeah, they don't get as much um, coverage. Yeah, but in CrossFit a lot of the time the women's side is a lot more entertaining than the men's oh, yeah. side especially in the European regions yeah. so let's start with the European men so we had top five I've got them written down here mm-hmm. because I can't remember the top of my head so first place was Roman Krenikov uh, of Russia got a lot to talk to him about got a lot to talk about with him <laughs> messed up um, you got Adrian Bundweiler Mundweiler mm-hmm. and second you got Lucas Hegberg <laughs> <laughs> Third, uh, Andre Ganin, fourth, and our boy Bjorn Carl Goodmanson in fifth. Yeah, boy. So, yeah, he had a rough weekend. I was fucking worried. Yeah. I was really worried. After that first couple oh, of events, man. it was just like, oh. Eight, was it 18th after the first day? It was 19th after 19th, the first yeah. day. And then I think he was eighth on the at the end of Saturday. Yeah. And then pushed himself into fifth on Sunday, which is He crazy. just made it. It was a good effort. The reason he didn't do too well this year was because I think he started the the regionals with a dodgy knee it was nothing too serious but um it was enough to affect him so much that he didn't do as well and things that he wanted to you could see it with the pistols in event yeah. three it was event, event two three, yep. yeah yep so the the pistol squats it was one-legged squats it was taking them very slowly and very deliberately because his knee was hurting sorry i just burped there <laughs> um so 
Very good that he finished in fifth. I'm buzzing that he finished. Yeah, that. I'm I was glad that he's considering that I was worried that he wasn't going to make it at all. It is a shame that Fred Agurius, uh, yeah, missed it, especially that his girlfriend made yeah. it through. Frederick, Frederick's been a staple of the Europe region since is it 2012? Since Nam, I think it's 2011. Um, and yeah. he hasn't made it consistently to the games, and it is a shame. Has he been once or twice? He has been to the games. He was in 2013, and then last it, year as well. He made it to the games last year. I think that's it. I think that I think he was on. He's the, been with his girlfriend just to help her out and stuff. I think it was yeah. He that goes counts. every year with Annie, but I think uh, I think he was on the Reykjavik team one. I could be wrong oh, okay. about that. But I, doesn't I, really matter. He he's been at the Europe Regional every year, and I think for him to not make it, it, it it's a shame. It is a shame, yeah. But it just kind of shows the level of competition now. Yeah, it's it's, it's at rough. regional level. It's really really tough. Yeah. Uh, so put some honourable mentions in there. So for us. British athletes. Yep. Uh, so we've got Zach George came thirtieth in his uh, rookie his regionals. First region. Yep. So he, in the events that he was in, he obviously was in the earlier heats. So did you get to watch any of his stuff? I did. I watched his Linda, which yep. he started off really quick and then just kind of slowed, the bench press slowed one, yeah. down a bit at the end. He was my pick to win um, his heat definitely, and I thought yep. he would come around top five, but. Um, they trail off towards the end. Yeah, it's it's and the thing is, Linda mostly because his body. I think he's like a hundred and two kilograms, mm-hmm. and I think the deadlift he is a big boy. Deadlift was a hundred and thirty-five. Yeah, the cleans were kilos. like kilos. Yeah, hundred thirty-five kilos. The cleans were like sixty-five kilograms, maybe. And I think they're heavier than that. Was really. it heavy? Was it seventy? I think it was about seventy kilos. Um, Seventy-two, seventy-three, something like that. And then the bench was something like eighty-five to ninety kilograms. Yeah. So I kind of thought that he would destroy it considering his body weight. Um, Do you know he, the way they did, did the the weights for? But Linda is a staple workout. Yeah, CrossFit, CrossFit so, workout. So basically, you do is it your body weight bench press? Body weight bench. And body weight and a half deadlift. Yeah, and then it's seventy-five percent of your body weight for a clean. Weight, yeah. So you start off with a deadlift, do the bench, then the clean. It's mm-hmm. ten reps of all. Then you go nine reps of all, eight, seven, six, all the way down to one. Yep. And you finish. So the time cap for that event was 19 minutes? 18, 17? Something like that. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, I think it was 19, 18, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Like I can't it was remember. One of those three. One of those, yeah. <laughs> it was below 20 minutes and above 15. We know that. So um, we thought he'd do pretty well because yeah. when you look at him, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's a large boy. Yep. Um, I, I, I thought he'd be very good at that as well, but you know, I think he just needs to work on his engine a little bit. Rookie year as well. I mean, coming 30th in your rookie year is a lot better than coming 40th. Yeah. <laughs> obvious statements yeah. like uh, that what's her name the the commentator I think she commentated on the south or the east what one the CrossFit commentator Tanya Wagner I think so yeah, yeah. when she says like the most obvious things yeah she's I, like, that's Tanya Wagner Matt Fraser coming down here he's in first <laughs> and he's still in first and he's oh, gonna win don't. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's so annoying Um. so yeah so all we mentioned is Zach George hopefully he makes it next year does a bit yep. better uh, then PD Savage uh, yep. he came 12th he had a pretty did good game. Did he come 12th, did he? Came 12th, yeah. Jesus. He had a, a pretty good regionals. Yep. Um, he did very well. Did he win an event or did he come pre? I don't think he won an event. He did come close well, some to Some events he came like sort of top five, yeah. I think. Yeah, he did well. Um, he definitely did well in his heat most of the time. Yeah. So then you got Jack Cornthwaite who came ninth. He was pushing. He was very close. Bjorkfin all it was, weekend. It was very close for the top 10. Did you watch him? Um, all throughout the weekend, I think. Did you watch event five? I did watch event five, yeah. The one with the the box step over. Um, is that the right? Am I thinking of the right one? Yeah, I think that's event five. Is that the right one? Cornthwaite went out. It, it was because it was the one with the bike. Cornthwaite went out like fuck. Honestly, he wasn't that went, event six? No, event six was the thruster pull up. 
Yeah, uh, thrust and roll. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So event five, Jack Conthwaite went out like a bat out of hell. Yeah. And I thought, oh my god, he's going to absolutely ruin Carl Goodmanson's chances of going to the games. Yeah. And then you got to your, the your arse was in bits at the. It the was. End of oh the my event. god, my heart watching <laughs> that. That was that was the best, the best heat, the best event of the weekend. Yeah, it was, was the class. East was men's event five heat four in the Europe regional. It was yeah, insane. It was cool. And I thought Cornthwaite was going to really fuck up Bjorkvin's chance at going yeah. to the games, but he just went out so quick, yeah. and then just I think it was the box stepovers, and then Andre Ganin came abs- out of absolutely nowhere. He's a taller athlete though, so the box yeah. jumps, the the stepovers wouldn't have been as bad. The for stepovers him. were an interesting one because a lot of yeah, people were sort of swinging, struggling like, and stuff. They were swinging the dumbbells forward and then just sort of planting their foot and then yeah. using the momentum to get over, which is quite a good wee um, yeah. like technique. Just I think. for the, the short athletes, it really can yeah. stop them. And then oh, yeah, Ganin came out of nowhere and done the lunge both sets of lunges unbroken and won the event that was insane it was I crazy that. I think that's the one didn't Thorstor do that as well I, I think, think she it. did yeah yeah I think she did nobody's do the year um, she done well she did she, very she well had good region. She so, had a good um, region so Jack Cornthwaite came ninth. yep uh, that's pretty good how many yeah. times have you been to regionals do you know he has been a couple of times to regionals times. I think it's I think that was his third I want to say third Okay, well let's let's hope he makes it next year. It'd be nice yep. to have another British guy to get. Yep, it would. Because uh, we no longer have Sam Briggs, so we have basically no one there now. Well, we do. Apart from the Masters. Just yeah, it's just that she didn't, she couldn't this year because of an injury. Yeah. I think she will go individual again next year. Yeah, you think? Maybe I don't know. Well, she'll at least try. She kind of got injured when, this year when so. they were interviewing her. Um, she kind of sounded disappointed that she was having to do the Masters. Just a little point: can we never have Sam Briggs commentating <laughs> again? Like I she. Think- I, I think, think she, she realised the w- yeah she, you like you messaged yeah. me during the event saying she can hear herself talk and she's just having second thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> it's why I'm not got a headset in right now because if yeah. I could hear myself talking on the podcast, yeah. it would fuck me up. Yeah, same. And I think she could hear herself talking, and when you can hear yourself while you're saying it, it slows you down. I think yeah. that's what's happened with it. Yeah, she she was talking kind of slower than she usual, was really which slow, but it made her sound like she was a bit broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's um, just very strange. I think she'll but. be back to individuals next year. Well, you know, give her a couple of chances to commentate the game. I'm sure I'll, I'll like her. But yeah. just, just that weekend was weird. So, just on the point of European men, big surprise. First of all, Adrian Munwaller had a very good. Regionals. He did. Yeah, he I was mean, very, he, he was ma- in the lead most of the, the time, wasn't he? Made it in his game. Uh, made it to the games in his rookie year in 2016 when we were in Madrid. Yeah. He injured himself on the fucking pet gate last year oh yeah pet gate um, hashtag pet gate injured himself last year he probably would have made it and then this year it kind of looked like he was going to win the region yeah through Linda it yeah, kind of looked you... like he was going to win um, the whole thing yeah um, so I'm glad he's gone back who mm-hmm. came in third uh, Hogberg or as Lucas the, Hogberg, the commentator I'm, said Hogberg 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 um, I'm so glad he made it back seeing watching the stream last year when Agidius took the spot ahead of yeah. Hogberg he yeah. was he was devastated and the of thing course is, it would be I like he's funny he's funny on Instagram is I like he? him he's a good athlete as well so I'm glad yeah. he's gone back good um, fourth place was Ganin Ganin yeah who's so been I've, there for years as well yeah he's been there for, I've got a point so Roman Krenikov first place first place first regionals Trains out of the Olympics College in Russia. Yep. Now this this is year of CrossFit. second. He's only done CrossFit for two years, so he claims doesn't speak English. So like, doesn't speak a lick of English. Yeah, he had to commentate <laughs> the whole time. Um, so him and Ganin uh, came first and second respectively. Now, here is the point I've, be, I've been trying to make for for a while now. We've all seen Icarus, not all of us, but if you've not seen yep. Icarus, I think it's on Netflix though. Yeah, it's on watch Netflix. It. Yep. So. The whole thing about Russia getting their Olympics team chucked out of uh, all the Olympics, Winter Olympics and Summer Olympics, um, 
it doesn't look good. Like for me, having a Russian athlete who's not been doing CrossFit for very long, two years is absolutely nothing, um, to then come first in his region, he's relatively unknown. The 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 state sponsored doping mm-hmm. that Russia have been proven to have gone through in the past, the recent past as well, um, it just doesn't look good for me. Like, yeah, and I think they know that the the drugs testing in CrossFit is nowhere near as you know complex or as rigorous as Olympics. So if if you're going to have an athlete going anything because you're chucked at Olympics, think about it. Yeah, as a state sponsored sports program, you're thrown out the Olympics. What's the next best thing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm supposed to be working out in about five minutes. <laughs> um, so, oh, what was my point? Yeah, yeah. So, um, having the state sponsorship, mm-hmm. you can't do the Olympics. So you go straight into the, the next best thing, the competition that named the fittest man and fittest woman, fittest team on earth. So, I think that would be for them the next best thing. Plus, they have the the football World Cup there. Is it this year? Or oh shit! The next so one, do. something yeah, like that, yeah. Is, yeah. So, like, I think they're probably focused on other things. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Roman Krennikov or Andre Ganin are on any sort of performance hands and drugs or peds. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that the likelihood that they are, because of the story that they've got, maybe less Ganin, more Krennikov. Ganin's been there for years. Yeah. So that's more believable. But Krennikov to to make it in his first rookie regionals and he's only been across it for two years yeah. and we don't know anything about him it's just for me it's unlikely that he's not yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't like accusing anyone of this the but thing is like russia just don't have a good they don't have track a good record reputation. for this sort of thing they, they, very clearly they've not got a good reputation at the minute but if you if you change right two years of crossfit yeah he wins his second he wins his first regional after yeah. two years of crossfit and he was pretty dominant as well like not completely but he was yeah. pretty good who else does that sound like matt fraser. true exactly matt yeah. fraser and i i don't think i don't think matt's on anything no but not the, at all. It's, it's just the fact that the guy's russian that's the, that's only, the only thing the for only me the only thing that is, is is he's russian if, if you change his name to matt fraser it's like yeah well that's just that's matt fraser and that that's the point i'm making like i don't like to accuse but because he's from Russia, yeah. he trained at the Olympics yeah. College in Russia. Like, yeah. like you, you can't that have that come across thought, your mind. Oh, yeah, like you can't have that not come across your mind. It's just for me, it's likely. It is likely, and th- it's it's a real shame that yeah. that we have to be saying that because yeah, it is. It's it's not our fault that we're saying that. It's Russia's fault. I hope that he doesn't. I hope that he. Yeah, I, I, I hope, hope it's not he, true. He's, I hope that he's clean, yeah. and I hope that Honestly, he does dude. really, really well at the yeah. games. Because we want to see someone that's not American. Yeah. And you want to see someone that's not one of the usuals. Like we saying love underdogs. That. We said it in the last podcast. Yeah. We love as a country and as like you know, fans of sport. We all love that underdog making it, and we want to see that guy from Russia doing really well. I mean, uh, both Gunin and Krenikov. I, yeah. I wish them the, the best. But if it does come out that either of them are on some sort of peds, like fuck them. The thing honestly. is, if they are, say that they are, we're not going to find out until September. Yeah, yeah. Because true. when when those athletes from the Meridian region when they tested positive, and it was it was random athletes, it was people that nobody'd heard of. Yeah. 
that tested positive at the region. So once they finished the region, they got drugs tested. The results didn't come. They weren't public until September. Well, the testing uh, procedures take a long time. They take to actually forever. Go they take. Yeah. They've got a test. They've got to test the sample. If the A sample test positive, they've got to test the B sample. If the B yeah. sample test positive, they have to let the athlete know. Yeah. The athlete gets a month to appeal. If they don't appeal after the month, that's when it gets made public. That takes yeah. ages. True. So we're going to be well after the games. The games are going to be finished for over a month before we find out. If and the thing is, maybe not. Maybe if yeah. if they they speed the process up, you know, maybe we'll find out before. But I think we will have finished the games before we find out any drug tests from the regions. We will and need to do an entire podcast really, on drug oh, testing and stuff. I really hope Come that soon. Krenikov isn't. I don't it, think he is. I really hope that he is. It would be cool and, if he wasn't because it's someone else yeah. that's going to challenge. Now saying that, I think he has absolutely no chance against Matt Fraser. <laughs> absolutely not. But it, he could potentially push for podium. Yeah. Because I mean, look at Bjorkfin's first year. Yeah, exactly. Came Bjorkfin, third. Oh, no, no. It was the second year. Second yeah, year. Because yeah. he, he went in 2014. Second year, he came third. Well, it's kind of called second year CrossFit. So, so. Yeah. So, I mean, he... <laughs> yeah, he came third, yeah. And the thing is, there's going to be a lot of good... This is another point for next week, but there's going yep. to be another maybe eight... No, what is it? Is it six six to eight athletes from the West yep. who are staple games athletes True. because only five are going are not going to be going. Yeah, to so there's going to be some people, uh, big people games. missing out, big names in, so, the, in the game. You know, I mean, the best of the best are going to go through. Yeah. You know, I think that uh, looking at this year's region, I think it couldn't have been programmed better. Oh, it's fantastic. An endurance event, you've got a weightlifting event, and you've got a, a, a pure gymnastics event. And the first three, so if you're a specialist, which you're not meant to be, but if you're a specialist in either of those three You might have something in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Your wheelhouse, sorry. You know, I mean, I, th- I think, I think for Kaus, in fact, we'll talk about this next yeah, week. But we'll, this we'll, is next week's podcast. Af- after we've done, gone through these uh, these regions just now, uh, we'll do a very quick preview next week. And yep. obviously next week, we'll have uh, another podcast about yeah. the regions. So we're on been. Thursday just now. Yeah. The regions, um, West Regional starts tomorrow. Central region as well, but fucking Fraser's going to take yeah. that. Yeah, and isn't the Latin American region start as well? Yeah, but. They I mean, take they take one spot to yeah. the games. I think the women, we might we, gra- could, we might graze over who yeah. to see who we actually makes it, but probably we'll watch. be quite confident that the women going from Latin America is probably going to be Brenda Castro. Yeah, um, the women went up against Brooke Wells and they last, opened a couple. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, that, same one. Um, I don't know who the male's going to be. I would have said that um, that kid from Brazil, Dave Castro. G- <laughs> What's his name? Guillermo something. It's a, it's, he's Del a Brazilian. Toro. He's a Brazilian kid that snatched three hundred pounds Fuck. in the team division. Team division. Um, last, last, I think lot. it was last year. It was because it was Madison. If he if he's eighteen, mm-hmm. I don't think he is actually. I don't think he is. If he is, he'll go. You never know. Um, um, but that's so next week. Let's move on to these other regions yep. that happened. Uh, well, well, we'll talk about the women. The yeah. Year. So that's the big one. Out so the way. <laughs> as we said just before we started on the men, uh, the women's can be more entertaining and it can be. they were both pretty entertaining yeah. th- there last weekend but the women's it was more it had more big names year. in it it, had, it was a bit more solid yeah. than last year um the space between fourth si- and fifth was huge yeah. sigmund's daughter year. came back as well she was in the east yeah. region last year wasn't she yeah central central yeah so um uh, so yes she came back and made it a bit more interesting so although it was always interesting so we had top five uh first place was annie thor's daughter uh second was laura horvath Third was Sigmund's daughter, uh, fourth was Christine Holte, and fifth was Camilla Sol- Solomonson Hellman. And then we had honorable rookie. mentions. Yeah, rookie, well done. Uh, just made it in the fifth spot. Mm-hmm. So honorable mentions for us because they're British. Um, you got Emma McQuaid, came 10th. Mm-hmm. 
So I think she's slowly been getting better and better. She's getting better and better. She's training with Sigmund's daughter and Briggs a lot more. Yeah, it's quite cool to see that. Yep. Uh, then we got our boy, who's not a boy, is a woman, Steph Decker. Came yep. 13th this year. Does she come 13th? 13th. I think that's her best finish. That's probably her best, yeah. yeah so she's... she's 14th because she went individual. What were we on? 20... 2016, she was on team. Yeah, she, she was East, East Kilbride. East yeah. Kilbride and we were we were there, we, we cheered them on. Yeah. Only other two Scottish with people the, in the entire arena. Flag, we yeah. were the, aside from the East Kilbride team, we were the only other Scottish people in the crowd. Yeah. We weren't. I know we weren't, but yeah. Because there was other people there, but yeah, fuck them. Um <laughs> Steph Decker, I really hope she makes the game. We don't have an a Scottish individual athlete. We've never had one. Who's at regionals apart from Steph yeah, Decker? Pretty much, yeah. Um in the future, um Jordan no. and, and myself and David as well, who Steph comes to our gym. <laughs> Big boy. That'd be good. Um, I want someone from Scotland to go to the games. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, it would be good. So we've got Steph Decker, came 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, so well done her. Hopefully get her in the top five next year. See how she does. Yeah. How old is Steph Decker? I believe she's late 20s. Late 20s. So um, No, no, I'm wrong. She's not. She's mid-20s. Mid-20s. Well, yeah, you know, she's much, still got she's plenty of fitness ahead of her. Yeah, so. yeah. All the best luck to her in her next training year. So, uh, big surprise... Is Helgador. Yep, that she surprised came in, me. Came in eighth mm-hmm. uh, through the Helgador. She came eighth this year, um, and she was on the road to the games thing, wasn't she? It's always yeah. awkward when you have athletes in the road to the games episodes yeah. on YouTube from the CrossFit channel, and they just don't make it. They don't make it to the and games. It's just, it's just like, well, what was, was the point? It was the same in 2015 when Bridges yeah. didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, and Bridges and Yeah, um, so yeah, Helgador missing out. It'll be a shame, but to be honest, like. She just wasn't good enough. Yeah, like you saw. Yeah. You saw her performances. Like she started off in uh, the sort of second heats in the events after first day one, didn't she? Yeah, I think. Um, she was. What, to be honest, if you don't make the top heat after day one, it just makes your competition so, so much harder. Because yeah. like it, the way they do it at regionals is they have heats. The first two days they randomize the heats, or they make it so that events only have like one or two. It's not randomized. Oh no! Sorry, sorry. It's like it's placed the, it's on your open. position the from the open. So, but a lot of people don't really like. They don't really care too much about the yeah, open. Yeah, they like, don't. Sigmund's came out in and the said, open when they yeah, really should. They really should. So, if you're in the top heat, which is heat four usually, yep. Um, it depends on how you finish before. So, if you do better off, you'll go in the later heats. Um, so if you're in the latest heat, it means everyone around you is usually about ten people in each heat. Um, because of forty athletes. Yep. Maths. Um, when you you get in that heat. You've got very, very fit or the fittest people of the weekend so far yep. around you. So they're going to push you a bit further. Mm-hmm. It'll add that little bit of edge onto your game for the whole weekend for your results. So to not be in that last heat, is it's going to take that edge off a little bit. Which makes it so much more impressive that Bjorkman yeah. managed to make yeah. the games. BKG, he, yeah. was, he was in heat two all of Saturday. Yeah, definitely. There are, there are people in the early heats that might even win the event and stuff. Oh, yeah, but it's it in their wheel, wheelhouse. But... Yeah. You know, it's just overall, if you stay in that top heat, it's going to make your life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Helgador finishing eighth was a, a big surprise for everyone. Uh, Annie Thor's daughter did very well. I didn't think she'd be top. I honestly thought Sigmund's daughter, after that first day um, and that event three as well, she was just so dominant. You see that? Yep. She, I don't think she was first. I think Horvath was first most of the Horvath weekend. was up there all weekend. Yeah. She surprised um, me. And Holte really as well. well. Kristen Holte was very high. I'm so, surprised that Holte didn't do better. Yeah. I'm I'm happy she's I think it was that last and, event that I, messed her up a little bit. Didn't she yeah, finish quite she, well she, then? She won the region last year. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised that Annie won it this year, but yeah. She's, I never expected Annie to win it. She's doing very well. She is doing. Yeah. She could win the games this year. Mark my words. Um, so, could be right. 
could be. I think she's always at the back of people's minds because she's, in the recent years, she's had you know had to go out because of heat exhaustion mm-hmm. or heat strokes or whatever yeah, it was. Heat exhaustion. Um, and then the year after, she, what happened to her? I can't. Ex- or the I year before she exactly. got injured as well. Twenty seventeen, she was totally fine. Did she make the podium last year? Yeah, she, she came did. third. So she did. Yeah. Um, written off because it was. I think just because it's been a while, like she had to take a couple of years out for injuries or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since she'd done anything. Then she came back, um, fairly strong. Mm-hmm. Twenty seventeen came third. So this year it could be her year. You never know. You never know. She's won before. She so. has got a push to me in Webb though. Not Webb. Well, we'll Saunders. see the it's Saunders now. Saunders, yeah, Cara Cara Saunders, Saunders, yeah. Congrats. Yeah. I bet she listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the the women, uh, the top five, sort of top five, six were very strong this year. Yeah. Um, there was no way anyone else was going to get in. It was a bit of a battle in the end uh, for the last place. And uh, the top five totally changed after the last event as well. Uh, I think Sigmund's daughter sort of rose up to third from fourth. She, yeah, she was in fourth. Uh, Annie took first, Horvath went down to second, Holty went down to fourth. It was just... There was there was a massive point spread if I'm yeah. right between fourth and fifth. Yeah, yes. So you know it wasn't as if any of the top four weren't going to the games. It was yeah. kind of solid. Yeah, um, it was more like who's going to get fifth place out yeah. of the rest. And of the them, kind of, so. when that kind of happens, it makes it kind of less exciting to watch. Like that's what I'm saying about event five for the men. Like yeah. that was, that was insane. And yeah, that's why it's like nice having different yeah. athletes that you don't know and stuff. Yeah. Basically, event five, whoever got themselves into a good enough position, just had to hold it for event six. Yeah. So I've event I can't I can't talk highly enough of event five. It was amazing. <laughs> Absolute steam and everything. Yeah, it's going to be amazing event for the five. West. It's going to be the exact same in the West Regional. Yeah, this week. it's going to be great. So um, we'll go on to the East or South now. What do you want? Uh, go East. Let's go East. So East men, there's absolutely no doubt who's going to win this year because yeah. Matt Fraser's moved yeah. from East to Central. So Pat Vellner coming first. Well done, big man. Um, some quality patter from the man. I think I said in the last podcast that I didn't think Pat Vellner made the podium this year. I'm waiting to see how Ben Smith does, but I've changed my mind. I think Pat Vellner's going to get second this year. You think? Yeah, second or first. Although Matt Smith, Matt Smith, <laughs> Matt Fraser. So, you know, second. Uh, so second place in that region in East was Tim Paulson. Been to the games last year. He was, yeah. an athlete. Mm-hmm. Good performance all, all weekend. Uh, Craig Kenny came third. Yep, X Games athlete. He X hasn't games, been yep. for... He went in 2014 because I remember seeing him do the triple three. I think that might have been his last year. Okay. I don't think I remember seeing him in twenty. I've not seen his name for a while. He so. might have went team, but I didn't Maybe. see him as an individual in fifteen, sixteen, or seventeen. Okay. So I'm glad. I'm glad he's back, and that mustache is outstanding. <laughs> it's got little baby birds and stuff in it. <laughs> uh, so that was third place. Uh, what do you think his performance of the weekend is? Okay. Craig Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. I think considering the fact that he he, he hasn't been for the last few years, I think he done really well. Yeah. Um, to hold on and he, he's in much better shape as well than he was in 2014 so okay. I mean I'd, I'm going to have to after this I'm going to have to look at what, what he's been doing like to see whether if I'm going to do it on the laptop just now <laughs> Peds. I'm going to see <laughs> oh my god no don't um, make that rumour that's terrible I'm going to I'm going to see how he's been training or if he's been teaming or anything like that because yeah. Craig you know, Craig Kenny he's 31 so I mean 31 31 so he's basically just in or just past his prime. Yeah, so he he went to the regionals and he he made the games in 2014. He made regionals in 2015. He came sixth, so right. he was one spot away in 2015 from Ouch. from making the games. That fucking sucks. Imagine um, finishing sixth. And then 16, 17, he didn't go to to regionals. He did right. do the open though, but he okay. was is open and is is finishing the 20. In fact, no, 2016 open he didn't finish. 
2017 oh. Open, he finished, but he was 18,000 in the world. Fuck. To me, that makes me think he's done, he's missed a couple of workouts. Yeah, probably. Um, and then 2018, 170th in the world. Okay. So I'm glad he's gone back. It's a back. big difference, really 170th, 18,000. Because <laughs> he was, he, he's, he's a funny guy as well. When uh, when you watch the athletes go to the Reebok Summit in Nassau, he's funny. Yeah. He's really funny. They do um, like to pick the nice places for these summits, don't they? Know, yeah, Nassau, yeah. Yeah. fucking Caribbean. And Bahamas. Bahamas, yeah, same thing. Uh, bananas. So, <laughs> fourth place was Alexandre Caron, or in uh, East Canadian French, Alexandre Caron. I don't know much about him. I have Me heard neither. his name thrown about. I don't I've heard his name, yeah, guy. but I honestly don't know. So, finishing fourth for him, well done. Yep. We'll see more at the games. Hopefully get more of uh, what kind of athlete he is. And in fifth place was Marquand Jones. Yep. It's nice to see a black guy make it. Yep. I'll be honest, there's not many of them nope. in the games. You've got uh, Neil Maddox. Um, Easy Muhammad. Easy Muhammad. Fuck, yep. I forgot about Easy. Fuck, was Easy not in the South? His name's not actually Easy, it's... Uh, Elijah. Elijah, yeah, but E-Z. Um, I'm sure... Oh, no, Easy's uh, Atlantic. Okay. So he's competing with Ben Smith and stuff like that. Cool. God, I got um, so worried there. I think he had a pretty solid performance. From what I've seen... Yep. Sorry, from what I saw... Um, he nearly fucked up. Did you see him at the end of was it event? I think it was the last event. He walked to the finish line. Oh yeah, he's, uh, he someone, was celebrating. Yeah, he's someone like, nearly overtook him. They he was pumping his fist. Him. No, someone didn't. Someone overtake him. Then another person. I don't. I was looking at a, cro- a CrossFit post. I don't think the person oh, no, no, was no, chasing right. him. I yeah. don't think he actually overtook him. I think. Yeah. He Mark just made it. Made it, it yeah. yeah. Had that what guy still bitch. overtaken him, it wouldn't yeah. have made a difference. See, to be honest, he had like the entire floor difference. Yeah. Because he didn't even realise the guy sprinted and almost made it. Yep. Um, so, congrats to him. See him at the game. See what it was like. Honourable mentions to Paul uh, Tremblay in 10th. I'm so, past games, past games past athlete. Past games athlete. He's a, he's a good guy. He's yeah. Good athlete. 10th uh, place. Just missed out. Well, not just missed out. But, you know, maybe see him again next year. He didn't perform that well, to be honest. From not so. I think it was probably the triple three. Yeah. Because he's a big guy. Yeah. He's, he's a, a weight boy. mover. He's not a, he's not a runner. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, and then sixth place went to Cody Mooney, who was in the games last year. Did he come sixth? Sixth. Shit, by one spot. Which fucking sucks. Yeah. Anyone that comes sixth, it must be worse than like coming fourth in the games. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. Um, but that must really suck. Yeah. So, um, East Men, we weren't really going to see anyone win it apart from Pavel. Or yep. Really, he was pretty dominant all weekend. Although, I forgot when we were writing this up, I forgot to mention Alex Vigneault. Oh, did he miss out? He no, he yeah. Fuck. He came. I think he came something like thirtieth. He wow. came second worldwide in the open. <laughs> so everyone going into the and going into the East Region, everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be Velner versus Vigno." Yeah. And Vigno, um, he was, got ill. Was oh, he was ill. He okay. was put on a. He, he had that bronchitis, sucks. and he got put on a drip on the Friday. I got bronchitis. <laughs> so it's a fucking shame. Because it is a real shame. He he dominated the open. He yeah. done really. I mean, obviously Fraser's just fucking everyone up at obviously. everything right now. Yeah. But Vino done really well, and I was actually I for, totally forgot about this. I was excited to see him uh, perform in the in the region, but then you know you could see straight away on on the triple three that he wasn't yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and then it's a shame because last year he didn't make the games because he he withdrew before uh, regionals even started because he hurt himself training for. The ring dip event. Oh, he hurt his peck. So he was—he wasn't part of Peck Gate. Pre-Peck Gate. He peck was pre-Peck Gate. Pre-Peck. So, hashtag pre-Peck Gate. You know, that's two years. He was—he was at the games in 2016. That's two years he hasn't made it. One because of an injury, 
um, which a lot of people got. You know, Dan Bailey got as well. Yeah. And then love Dan Bailey. He got bronchitis. He was ill. Like that's that must be you know a whole year of training to make it back to the games, and you get a cold. And all those potential sponsors yeah, as well. But I don't think I don't think they'll drop him for not making the game. No, I mean like like you'll have little sponsors like Bear yeah. Complex and stuff. I see a little, pretty yeah. big. But I, uh, but I they'll think drop it's, it's a shame that that Vignal didn't make it back. It is a real shame. It is. Um, but we'll see him next well, year. Well, let's hope we see him next year, injury free and illness free. Yep. But just a wee side note, um, my mini dissertation I did this year is on recovering for or was on recovering from um, upper respiratory tract infections. Ah. Um, get in contact with. So them. the the best way to recover from upper respiratory respiratory tract infection like colds or flus or whatever is to perform moderate intensity exercise. Do not perform high intensity exercise because <laughs> that will make it worse and you'll fuck yourself up. But moderate Modern. intensity exercise with a decent diet um, throughout it will help improve your immune system. Uh, it will deal with your your infection or whatever faster. Mm-hmm. You'll get over it quicker. It reduces the symptoms like pretty quickly. Uh, so moderate intensity exercise. Keep your heart rate at a reasonably average uh, level. Keep it good. Keep it clean. Keep your diet clean. And you'll be fine. You're welcome. Mm. Free research. <clears throat> Should be in a journal. <laughs> <laughs> 4,000 word mini dissertation. <laughs> uh, so, shall we move on to the East women? Women, yep. So, David's daughter. No surprise. Came first, no surprise at all. Hope, I think she might make podium this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Although, saying that, we're saying no surprise. She didn't win the region last year. Yeah, that's true. The table won it. Well, she didn't really do that well in the games last year. Well, for her standards, she came yeah. fifth. From going back sixth. to back champion to... Or eighth. She no. Was, no, she was fifth because Sigma's daughter yeah. was fourth. That's right. Yep. Um... Yeah, so David's daughter won. Uh, Carrie Pierce mm-hmm. came second. I like Carrie Pierce. Uh, I, like I think her, yep. she's ex-military and she lives in New York or just outside New York. Oh, um, very nice woman, actually. Uh, so she came second. Pretty good performance from both of them. David's daughter was pretty dominant, though. She was very good. Uh, third was uh, Reason Tebow. Mm-hmm. Had a surprising. good performance, yep. Uh, Danny Haran. Glad she's making it back. Came yep. fourth. Mm-hmm. And then fifth place was a newbie, I think, Chloe Gavin David. Yeah, she was a newbie. She yep. nearly fucked up her chance. Did you watch that? Which the last one? event. She nearly fucked up her chance of actually going to the games because she couldn't do the rope climbs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was she like got, crying she and stuff, capped. wasn't she? Yeah, she got she got capped on the like it was the like last set of rope climbs, maybe. Yeah. And uh I was sitting watching it with Andy and we were just like, nah, she's fucked up, that's it. Yeah. She's not going. And you know, points wise, she managed to make it, but that event could have really messed her up. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, there's no real honourable mentions there. There isn't really. We don't really know too many people there. Well, saying that, there's not many games athletes in the East women. Yeah. Um, I think it would be. I think that region would be totally different if David's daughter. Can you imagine if David's daughter lived in Iceland still? Before <laughs> you going to say. Uh, uh, where is it Rich Fronin lives Tennessee Cookville, Cookville. oh no no <laughs> David's daughter lived in Cookville That'd along with every other well, look, like athlete in the world you know you'd you'd lose Sigmund's daughter from the central region she's back but I mean if yeah. you had David's daughter in, in Europe you would have David's Can daughter Sigmund's daughter um, Horvath Sam Briggs Kristen Holte who else who am I missing Annie Thor's daughter Helga daughter Tori Helga daughter Odin's daughter Odin I'm fucking gutted she didn't make it <laughs> yeah, I meant to say she that she came in 10th I'm fucking gutted that Bjork Odin's daughter didn't make it no not 10th she came 9th she's done well considering that's her first um, 
year back after team. Yeah. Am I right? I could be wrong with that. I just said um, yep, so let's go with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't no remember idea. seeing her at regionals last year. Okay. And then when we were there in Madrid, she was on a team. Yeah. With Nordic. Okay. So, hmm. glad God she didn't make it. Oh well. So that's the East region. East uh, region. So we'll see those athletes going to the games. Yep. Uh, Dave's already pretty well. Carrie Pierce, I've been waiting for a couple of years for her to do something. Uh, she won Murph in 2016. Yep, you're right. Um, and since then, I thought, oh, she's going to go do go do good some good things. Um, but you know, not as of yet. So we'll see what she's like. See, see if she's if improved. She the games. So last regional, South. South. Let's now do, let's do this we'll, we'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything about the South men. I know that Sean Sweeney, who came first, wore a cowboy hat. I know Sean Sweeney made it to the games um, the last couple of years. I know that Tommy Venus was there last year because he had that... He finished eighth this year. He had an incredible snatch... What's the word? Snatch battle with Garrett Fisher at last year's oh, games. Yeah, yeah, Tommy yeah. Venus, he wanted three blues. He yeah, didn't get it, plates. but he was fucking close. Yep. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gutted that he didn't make it because yeah. he was kind of he was on my radar for making it back. Um, yep. So he he came eighth. Um, so yep. we'll, we'll just do the top five. Yep. So yep. first yep. was Sean Sweeney, second, which is good for us, Roy Gamboa. Yep. Uh, he'll be coming back to the games for the third time, fourth time. I think it's his third time. He too, he's taken the last couple of years off. Um, to basically have a career as a firefighter, a fireman, fireman, sexy. So. I yeah, would. he was there in 2013, definitely. He might yep. have been there in 2014. I could be wrong. Oh, well, well um, it, was, it was good to see him back. I remember having the, um, the clear and jerk lad in 2013. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was very good in that. Um, so you got third place, Brandon Luckett. Mm-hmm. Know nothing about him. I don't know much about him. I think he could be a newbie. Yep. Uh, fourth place, Logan Collins was at the games. He was at the games. It was his rookie year last year. Yep. And then fifth place was Jared Enderton. I am fucking glad that Jared Enderton made it because he's been at regionals for years. Jordan fancies him. He, <laughs> well, he was meant to be coming to Edinburgh to do a weightlifting seminar. Really? I think he's going no. to Murrayfield. I Silly boy. Can't remember. Should have came. He used to weigh 300 pounds. Wow. And he was a powerlifter. And then he moved into Olympic weightlifting. And then he kind of started on CrossFit. And then he just yep. started making regionals consistently. Cool. So I'm glad that he's going to the games. Yeah. Um, because he does a lot of work on Instagram just posting free technique work basically oh, te- nice. tips, techniques for how to make your Olympic lifting better so I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's going to the games I, I follow him, followed him for a while cool. it'll be good to see him Instagram I'll look out for him uh, and in the South women uh, sorry, there's no one else really to mention South South men just Tommy Venus finishing 8th was a bit of a disappointment yeah uh, Sean Sweeney wearing a cowboy hat was, <laughs> was funny hopefully he wears it at the games I'd hope so. I don't think uh, he was. Let's, let's hope we will make one for all the athletes oh, and hand them out. They all get free kit at the games yeah. just before. They all get uh, you know, nanos and like shorts and t-shirts and all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully I hand out a cowboy hat too. Um, so the South women, uh, the winner was Margot Alvarez. Yep. Um, which was pretty much expected, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They got uh, Cami finishing second. Camille LeBlanc. I'm surprised LeBlanc she done that well considering well, I, I knew she would make it to regionals yeah i had a feeling she would make it back to the games i didn't think she would come second just purely because of the the devastating shoulder injury she had yeah after. she had shoulder surgery didn't she she had surgery after the games last yeah, year they were asking her through the whole weekend like how her shoulder felt after yep. every event and she seemed to be doing it. finishing second she must have done all right yep so her name's camille leblanc basini right. um so came second well into her we'll see at her games again for the Millionth time she's been there for nine, she's won 2013 nine, didn't she nine games that's 2010 insane. was her first game yeah 
She's insane. Uh, so, thir- well, she's not insane. The fact that she made it in Mountain is insane. Yeah. Um, so, third place is Brista Mayfield. Don't know anything about her. Nothing about her. <laughs> I think she's cool a first kid. name, Brista. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see her. See, see her she does anything. Uh, fourth place was Tennille Burline. So, last year she was called Tennille Burline Reed. Came mm-hmm. second at the games? No. Second or third? At the games? No. Yeah. At the games? It was too many web Dora's daughter at the games. Oh. <laughs> Tenille, well, she came fourth, didn't she? She no, Sigmund's daughter came fourth. Well, where did she come? Where she came. Come? She was in the top ten because she was wearing the leaderboard, the leader uh, t-shirt. Because she was quite high up. She was. She'd done really well at the games last year. I'm sure it was a rookie year. Yeah, it um, was. She'd done really, really well at the games last year. Um, I the highest place. She was, oh, sorry, that she was the first placed American woman. That I think that's it. Yeah, I think you're right sorry, there. Sorry, I um, fucked up big time. I thought she was going to win the region. I genuinely yeah, do think. I'm, I thought, I'm sure, I thought as well. I'm sure she was one of the athletes on Instagram saying that the elevation really affected her. Yeah. I'm actually sure that's where I read that the elevation was that high was on her Instagram. So yeah, um, you know maybe with the elevation, kind of no surprises. But I'm, I did think she was going to win the whole thing. I thought she yeah. was going to edge out. I didn't think Margot Alvarez would win it. And it was I, cool to see her training partner there doing doing quite well as well. She's quite a big girl, um, blonde. Can't remember her name. Oh, Colleen Foch. Colleen Foch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Foch. She's been she's been around in CrossFit for a while. She um, is fucking strong. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, she is. When um, did she come? Fifth, sixth. I think she came sixth. Yeah, she, sixth. she just missed out. She moved sixth or seventh. Um, fifth place was Bethany Sharburn, which I'm very pleased about. Yep, I'm happy she's gone back. She's quite funny. Rookie year last year. She was funny on Road to the Games. Yeah, she was wearing um, nanos that had been customized to look like Crocs. <laughs> Really? Because she she wears like uh, she pink Crocs all the time, pink yeah, and yeah. white Crocs training. Mm-hmm. So she got some nanos. There's a guy that's done some shoes for her before that just does custom jobs. Uh, so he basically painted it to look like a pink Croc on each foot. <laughs> that's brilliant. So uh, <laughs> apparently they don't allow Crocs for trade uh, for the regionals. They don't allow them. Yeah, I was thinking like can't just wear whatever you want. I thought you could. No, oh well, I'd wear like moon boots. Mm. Um. So yeah, she was wearing Crocs. Thought it was quite funny. Uh, she almost missed out though. She did, yeah. Uh, it, the last event yep. mm-hmm. was she, a lot of people finished in front of her. I think she just did enough to when, get through. When they were announcing fifth place, it had a split screen between her yeah. and another girl. It came to like four or five points, didn't it? It was something close. Very yeah. close. So I'm very glad she made it. Um, then you've got Amanda Goodman came eighth. Mm-hmm. She, uh, so she missed out. X Games athlete. Yeah. Surprised she didn't make it back, but. Yeah, it's the nature oh, of the Maybe next year, maybe next year. Now, Alexis Johnson is a big upset. Really surprised place. she didn't make it. I wanted her to go back. It's not um, just missing out, she came 11th. She did, she, she had a, she had a kind of nightmare of a region. I keep meaning to go on her Instagram to see if she's made a post. She probably has. Yeah. Um, I'm, I really wanted her to go back. I follow her on Instagram a lot. You know, she's yeah. close with Travis Williams and the guys who, the Misfit the misfit trainers. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, shame. Bunch of Misfits. Misfits. <laughs> Misfit, you see the Misfit team in the South. No, um, you know Travis Williams. Yep. Jordan Cook. Um, sure. Oh, I forgot who the the two women are. Sexist. Um, <coughs> one of the women on the team is an X Games athlete as well. So you've got three X Games athlete. I don't know who the the fourth female is. I think she's just been on the team for a while. Hmm. Um, they they were called Don't Stop. Oh, they came first, didn't they? They came first. I follow they, one of the women on Instagram. Uh, what was her name? It's the one I'm thinking of. That yeah, she's quite yeah. short, but she's quite yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's um, very nice, though. She seems very nice. It'll come to me after the fucking podcast. Yeah. Um, they have claimed <clears throat> that they're gonna win the games. Aren't they 
sponsored by a Rossi or something. Like they're something basically like, yeah, Team Rossi. For, the, for the team, they were they they done the team series together and they were Team Rossi. Yeah, um, Rossi so are a brand that do like sports massage and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Physiotherapy, yeah. kinesiology tape. Yeah sports massage things they're, like that they're a big sort of sponsor of CrossFit yeah. stuff um, they are claiming that they are going to beat Mayhem in the games wow so been done before I'm gonna it has been done before um, it's been done before by a, a team of X Games athletes yeah. fun enough so and Rich Froden is yeah, balding so <laughs> I think that's a quintess performance of it they could they, you never know they could take it at the games the fact yeah. that there's two Mayhem teams they're going to have more work cut out for uh, them Mayhem Freedom Mayhem I can't remember I can't remember Patriots. The, I can't remember the name of the second team, like but that, yeah. um, I'm gonna be excited to watch the two mayhem teams go head to head. It's like the only sort of team stuff we will properly actually yeah. watch. Yeah, I, I I will openly admit right now I am only gonna watch Heat four of the team stuff. <laughs> maybe well maybe it is maybe I don't know before Heat. I think so, the, the team stuff is more for the community. Yeah, um, it is yeah. cool to watch sometimes, but the workouts are longer. Um, they're not as entertaining to watch for me anyway. I think they're cool. And I will watch it now and again, mm-hmm. uh, but there's already so much to watch in the weekend. There is, yeah. Yeah, and plus, you know, it's quite bad, but I was watching it at work, so I work in a rugby <laughs> shop. There's not too many customers, so we get a laptop down the front at the desk and just watch it there. Lucky so. you. I was having to catch Very up lucky. on everything on my break. <laughs> Skipping forward, trying to get everything yeah. done. Um, yeah, we're not sponsored yet, so um, we can't really quit our jobs or anything like that. Yeah. Please sponsor us. Yeah. We have nice things to say. So... That was last weekend. Yep, this was... weekend we've got um, the West, which is going to be fucking mental. That's going to be unreal to watch. So that's got Brent Fikowski. Brent, oh, you've got mate, you've got Brent Fikowski, Cole Sager, Corey Anderson, Josh Bridges, Christian Lucero, Garrett Fisher. Who else? Yeah, that's me trying to. There's, there's loads. I think there was. I counted it, and I think there's eleven consistent games athletes in that region. That's insane. And six five, of them are going to miss five out. Five are going. That's insane. So that's going to be mental. What about the women on the West? The women, you have... Because it includes California as well, doesn't it? Yep. So it's China Cho. China Cho. um, I think Lindsay Valenzuela's made it back. She had a a kid last year, so she didn't go. Um, China Cho, Lindsay Valenzuela, Jamie Hagia. Oh, Brooke Hentz is back again. Brooke Hentz is back um, after her her, her surgery. Surgery on her her spine. Something like that. C4 and C3, I think, fused together. I think you're right. Um, Lauren Fisher's moved to Dubai, so she is in the Meridian. So she's going to be in Madrid um, next week. So I think the California women, sorry, the West women. Oh, fuck, no, but then you've got the Northwest women as well. I'll need to look at that. I'll I'll need to I'll need to look at um what women we've got in the West region, but yeah, I'm not. It's going to be a good region. The excitement's going to be in the the men's yeah. division. Um, well, for me, it's going to be the women's as well. I think there's a lot of good good athletes. Fair in enough. There. But um, the central for me is going to be yeah, the women. Central has the fittest man on earth at the yeah. moment, Matt Fraser, two times in a um, row. So Matt's obviously going to win central region, and then you're probably going to have Scott Panchik. Yeah. Um, Said last podcast, I want to see him doing bits this year. Yeah. Nice. Maybe his brother. Maybe he's got yeah. two brothers. Is it Saxon and Saxon and uh... Eric? Eric, I think they all begin <laughs> no with this. I could be wrong. Um, Silly. I, I really Silly want to Panchik. see. I really want to see um, Panchik brothers make it. There is three of them. Same with the Smith yeah. brothers. Yeah. Um, you've got Nick Urankar. Easy. Oh no, Easy's Atlantic. Um, yeah. I can't remember Central. What were the women? Alex Central. Anderson. Alex Anderson Central, cool. Um, the prettiest man in CrossFit. Is the, the, Apparently. The, hands down the best looking man in CrossFit, no homo. Um, <laughs> Hashtag no homo, though. <laughs> so yeah, Central men isn't... 
it's it's going to kind of be your people that you would expect. It's going to be similar to the East, where it's just Patrick. You know, Patrick Vella is going to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, Matt Fraser is going to win the Central. It just depends who's going to get their four spots. Women, you've got Brooke Wells. Brooke Wells. Brooke Wells. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Brooke Wells. Uh, Brooke Wells. You've also got oh, what's her name again? I'm going to have a look right uh, now. Uh, oh, Brooke Wells. Um, also, Regional other people who are female. Central good at women. It's probably going to be. Yep. So. Brooke Wells, Jessica Griffith, she was Ooh. at the games last year. Jen Smith, she was at the games. Yep. Kelly Jackson, cool. Christy Eremo. Oh, there we go. Very good athlete. That's for again. She will most likely win the region, I would say. Um, I'll have my money on Christy Eremo to win the region. Cool. Cool. Um, that kind of seems to be it going through the list. Cool. Uh, what about? Is it Latin American region? It's, it's Latin. As well? Let's have a look at this because I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, me Top of the list, Brenda Castro. She's gonna go. Yeah. She, she's gonna be going to the games. It'll be a first. First woman in Mexico was Brenda Castro. Yep. last year. So he is that Brazilian. Oh no, different, different, <laughs> different. Guilherme. They're all the same name. Guillermo. It's Gu- Guilherme, Yeah. If there's uh, two L's together in the, a name, it's, it pronounces a Y. The men. Guillermo. For the Latin America regional, I am not familiar with anyone. I took higher Spanish in the school. Emmanuel that's Maldonado. As, that's as relevant as it is for me. Emmanuel Maldonado is an X Games athlete. Maldonado? Isn't that yep. an F1 racer? I don't that know. That name? I don't know. Um, I, Isaac Ferris? There is a couple of names in here that I recognise. And Frederick Aguirreus has moved to Latin American yeah. region. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's brutal. We shouldn't say that. That's brutal. Um, nah. Sorry. Right. Yeah, there is one name in this entire list that I recognise, and that's Maldonado. And I think he was at the Games... A while ago. Well, uh, we'll have some time to watch it. And so stuff, we so. Could, we'll, we'll see. Time will only tell. Um, but I'm going to yep. be very excited for this for this weekend. Going to be a very interesting weekend. And after it's all said and done, next week we'll put out episode three. Yeah. And it will be. It will most likely be next Thursday. Uh, GMT. Yep. So, you know, British time. So uh, Thursday afternoon. Yeah, Thursday afternoon. Once about, we've had a time uh, to talk, we'll talk about the. We'll we'll skim over the Latin region. Yeah, we'll have. <laughs> we'll two say pe- who won the the yeah, Latin region. We'll have two people to talk about because they're yeah. only sending one. We'll say um, all in Spanish as well. We'll do that for you. I'm gonna ramble about the West. I reckon it's gonna be insane. Yeah. Um, and then we'll talk about the Central, and then we'll uh, kind of preview the Meridian, Atlantic, and Pacific. No. Pacific. You're yeah, right. Pacific. Pacific. Saunders. Oh, my boy. Can't Porter to make the games again. <laughs> Uh, Atlantic's going to be exciting as well. The yep. Smith brothers. Yep. We'll see how that goes. As I said, I think Ben Smith could, uh, if he's injury free, I think he could be very good this year. Yeah, the games he could be dangerous. He's, he said he's rarely had a, a games where he's not been injured or had something wrong with him. So yep. hopefully he's uh, pain free this year, and he does does bits again. We'll see how it goes. Prove that he wasn't just uh, winning because Rich Fronin wasn't there in 2016. Was it 2016? The, no, 2015. Yeah. 2015. 2015, yeah. 16, 17, it was Fraser. 16, yeah. 16, 17, 18. <laughs> it's Fraser. Um, so, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, so that's episode two yeah. done. So, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for episode three. And you'll enjoy it a lot. Yep. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye bye.